Hello, 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 and welcome back to the Compton Podcast, where we talk about your favorite movies, music, TV shows, and more. I'm Tori. And I'm Decoria. And today we're just doing a small mini so I have no idea. I think I saw you talking about this on Twitter. <laughs> yeah. And I think that's what we're talking about today, but I hope you guys had a great holidays and a good holiday season to come. Make sure you uh, put on your sunscreen, drink your water, wear your mask, wash your hands, and all that good stuff. Me and Corey don't do a lot of minis together, so this is going to be fun. I get to sit here and listen. Yay. <laughs> Yeah. Okay. So I don't, I don't know where to start. So what we're talking about today is a brand new Netflix show. Well, it was kind of released earlier in November on November 6th, but it's called mm-hmm. Arcane. Arcane. Basically, it is a prequel series to League of Legends. Do you know what League of Legends is? It's a video game. Yes. Yeah. Okay. So I have the same knowledge <laughs> as you do about League of Legends. I've never played that game in my life. <laughs> like I've seen it. And, like, I've heard about it. I know a lot of K-pop idols play it, but I've never, like, touched the mm, game. Right. I know the, the the what is it, KDA? Are they the girls who sing for League of yes. Legends? Yes. Mm-hmm. They're from League Their of Legends. Their songs are popping. Yes. <laughs> yeah. And so, hold on. Let me look at my notes, because I did take notes, because I don't want people to be angry. <laughs> okay. So, Arcane is a 2021 Netflix original animated series set in the world of the wildly popular online battle arena game called League of Legends, produced by Riot Games. Um, yeah, it was produced by Riot Games, which is famous for League of Legends, and another game called Valorant, which is like a first-person shooter. Um, I hate first-person shooting games, so I've never played mm. that either. And mm-hmm. a French animation studio called Fortiche? Fortiche? Sorry to French people. I don't know how to pronounce that. Yeah, yeah, we're gonna we're keep moving. <laughs> <laughs> yep, and it was directed by Pascal Charre and Arnaud mm-hmm. Delord. Mm-kay. So the setting of the show is basically like this steampunk, futuristic, but also like magical kind of Harry Potter ish. Not Harry Potter. I don't know how to describe it. It's like like just magic, like magical basically. realism. Yeah, magical realism, that kind of mm-hmm. setting in that city. Um, and the series is kind of like, it just gives the origin stories of a lot of like very popular characters from the game, such as Vi, who was voiced by Haley Steinfeld, um, Jinx, who was voiced by Ella Parnell, Jace, who was voiced by Kevin Alejandro, Echo, who was voiced by Miles Brown, and then my favorite character, Mel Medarda, who was voiced by Tokes. Alugundoi. I'm sorry if I pronounced your last name wrong. Mm. But also, side note, like, the character Mel, she's, like, the black character, well, one of the main black characters in the show, a woman, and, like, that's probably, like, one of the most beautiful animated characters I've ever seen. Yeah, I'm looking at pictures of her, and I'm like, cosplay idea? I have no, because no as soon as I story. saw it, I can't wait to see people cosplay, especially, like, black women. I can't wait to see it. I think Yeah, I she looks like one so, so pretty. Yeah, like, the gold and stuff is so flattering. Uh-huh. But, yeah, so the basic story of the game kind of... I mean, the game, the TV show, is kind of, like, there are these orphan kids, and what happens is they're, like, going around stealing stuff, you know, trying to get money and whatnot, and they end up robbing one person's house. Um, the Kiermans, who the character Jace, he kind of... um. He works for them. They're sponsoring him to go to mm-hmm. the magic school. 
And so he is doing this like illegal study that he's not supposed to be doing. And they end up robbing his house. And some of the stuff they take uh, ends up causing a huge explosion because it's like illegal, illegal stuff that, um, you know, they banned in that society. What basically mm-hmm. what Jace was trying to do is trying to create magic um, using technology because magic in this world is only given to certain people. Like not everyone has it. But he figured out a way to create oh. magic through science. Okay, so we're on Avatar Last Airbender rules. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so Jace figured out a way to create magic through science. And of course, um, after they cause this explosion, it causes Jace's experiment to be found out by the Magic Academy. Um, and they have this like oligarchy type leadership in the city. And basically they bring them to like um a hearing because they're like we can we can either expel you from the entire city we're gonna arrest you or you can be expelled from the school because once again like they don't want people who don't have magic using magic really because they feel mm-hmm. like it's gonna be like one person in particular um Hyman Diger he lived in the world for like a very long time before that city was even built and he's seen what magic can do like how destructive it can be so he's right. like the main one against not letting everyone use magic. And so the whole series is basically half part of it is about Jace becoming like uh, like a good leader in that city, because, of course, he does not end up getting well, he gets suspended, but he ends up coming back because he can prove that the magic will be used for good. Then the other half of the story is about the orphans and Vi and Jinx and those people and their story. And so for them. After that whole explosion event, they're on the run from the government because the government is looking for them, trying to find the stolen goods. And in the process of doing that, they run into some shady characters and most of the orphans end up dying, except for two, two or three. Echo, Jace, I mean, Echo, Vi, and Jinx. And (sighs) Vi ends up getting arrested. Jinx is taken by this underlord of the undercity named Silco and he raises her. She's also very traumatized from the entire situation. I'm trying to like explain the show without spoiling too much for people who want to watch it. <laughs> but yeah. This is like a show. I think like if you've never seen League of Legends or you don't know anything about League of Legends, it's completely fine cuz I don't know anything about it either and I still enjoy the show a lot. And they do a good job of like giving a good story and explaining the characters and whatnot. And so I'm going to get into like that was a basic summary, but like for the show itself, they put a lot of money in it, and you can definitely tell, like from the animation and like the music. Yeah. Like I don't know the last time I've seen a black animated character like that was this like pretty like a woman. Yeah. It's like we get yeah. a lot of black animated male characters, and those kind of go like viral or whatnot. But like they have another black character. His name is Echo, like A E K K O, and he looks pretty mm-hmm. nice too. Like the I don't like whatever reference they use for drawing this stuff is crazy because they look very like they have black features, and mm-hmm. it's not like I don't know how to explain it. Like it just looks good. Yeah, they're not trying to make them ambiguous looking. They're yeah, exactly black. that. They look black, yeah. like. <laughs> Like but, yeah. of African descent. It's like we're not like it's not like African mixed with some other, you know, trying to make them look 
exotic or anything like that. It's like exactly. these people are black. Echo looks like Static Shock. That's exactly what that reference is. <laughs> oh yeah, I, it does remind me of Static Shock, especially with like the hair and stuff. Yeah, yeah. I definitely see the that. The yellow in his clothes. Mm-hmm. This is so interesting to me because like I don't know if you remember this, but when we were when I when I was in high school, there was like a huge steampunk era that yeah. came up in books and stuff like that and then nobody talked about steampunk ever again after that like i was like really into steampunk books i'm like oh the fashion is so cool but you know being a broke high schooler couldn't really do any of the fashion yeah (laughs) now that i'm older like i think steampunk is a very cool aesthetic but like a lot of people don't do world building steampunk like people don't do steampunk worlds anymore yeah anymore yeah and if they do they don't also include magic it's also like about science and invention and just like innovation in like the 1800s like if we like that so yeah. it's interesting that this show is like there's science and magic we can have both <laughs> yeah and it's extremely steampunk like the whole aesthetic the music everything about it is a very very steampunk and it's modern at the same time it's not like you said like 1800s type steampunk and whatnot mm-hmm. which i thought was like a very interesting choice Mm-hmm. And I'm pretty sure maybe that's like how League of Legends itself is. I wouldn't know though, because once again, I've never touched that game. But um, yeah, I've never heard League of Legends ever. Like when I think of League of Legends, I just think of it as like a fighting game. I don't ever think of it being like steampunk. You know, this has really always been interesting to me. Is like that I don't play video games, so mm-hmm. when people are like, "This is a movie based off the origin of a video game," I was like, "Oh, so y'all thought about the story that hard?" because yeah like the video games i've always played have been like non like mario kart and super smash bros and so yeah, those stuff are like doesn't have like a lot of like in-depth story to it yeah so to see like a whole entire like production animation like a series be created um off of a game talks like tells you like how much storytelling is really put into video games yeah especially like these days too there are a lot of games that are just straight up basically movies i know Mm -hmm. for like league of legends itself it's not one of those games but it has like a lot of background lore like i think riot games the people who made league of legends they put a lot of attention to detail in making like stories for each and every one of the characters and when you Mm -hmm. play the game itself like i've seen it before kind of you wouldn't think that it would have that much lore to it but like I guess because also, like, League of Legends is not just, like, that one game. They have, like, a card game and stuff. But I know what, with card games, like, they really go into these. I didn't know they had a card game. Yeah. <laughs> and I think I listened to one podcast where they were talking about Arcane, And the, the guy on there was like, um, don't play League of Legends. If you want to get into League of Legends, just play the card game. And I was like, okay. <laughs> like, but, like, but yeah. like, what is the thing with... See, I've never understood, like, how these games work. Because I definitely watch, like, a lot of Chinese sh- shows where a lot of these games are, like, mobile games. And yeah. they're similar to League of Legends. It's like, are you fighting other people? Yeah, that's what League of Legends is. I'm pretty sure that, like, from what I've seen, you mm-hmm. play online with other people and you battle them with your characters. Like, you right, have, like, and you, uh, you're trying to make your characters better. Right? Like, yeah. mine, yeah. and you make up. weapons and stuff like that? Yeah, I'm pretty sure. I'm pretty sure you okay. can do that. Bless like, Chinese dramas, because I, I think I understand a little bit of it. Yeah, a lot, aren't <laughs> a lot of Chinese dramas, like, they have, like, a certain, like, subgenre where a lot of them are, like, video game-like or based off yes. games? Yes, yes, yes. They're, like, based off... There's, like, competition games. It's always the guy is the gamer and the girl is a reporter 
for some reason. (laughs) (laughs) And the second female lead is, you know, his partner, who's also a video gamer. And then the second male lead is, like, the boss of the gaming company or whatever. It's, like, that's the formula. And that's where we go. And you just kind of watch them play these games. And it's, like, some of them are really overdramatic. Like, extremely (laughs) overdramatic. And some of them are, like, really good. And it just kind of shows you, like, how the industry of gaming is affecting young people's lives. Because they're, like, basically athletes. Like, I didn't realize. um, Oh, esports teams. Yeah, esports teams. Like, they, you know, get recruited and traded and they, you know, stay at, like, their gaming facility and train for 12 hours a day. And I'm like, damn. <laughs> yeah. That's, like, it's so interesting. But, yeah, there's a there's a few dramas that are pretty good. I'll give y'all recommendations at the end of the podcast. But continue. Yeah, and so as far as, like, the music they got, another thing about the money, they have artists, songs from artists such as, like, Imagine Dragons, which I was, like, super surprised by. Like, the opening right? intro was done by Imagine Dragons. I was like, that's, like, a very interesting choice. And I can tell y'all spent a lot of money to get right. them to do that. So wait, is this, and like, then, a Netflix original where Netflix, like, just produced it and distributed it? or is I like, think they... it's distributed, distributed by Netflix, but I think the gaming company itself paid for most of it. Oh, okay 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 that also makes sense why the animation is so good because like that's what i was thinking too like this is not like i mean that netflix has like very good animated shows but not at this level like this is right. just something else but um yeah songs from Imagine dragons um they have Pusha t they have jasmine sullivan singing a few tracks on i'm there. sorry jasmine sullivan okay now i have to go find the song or watch yeah. the show because i think it was like in the second or third episode i remember it was like towards the end and they started playing like i heard her voice and i was like is that jasmine <laughs> <laughs> Wait, what? what what crossover is that that's so interesting okay yeah they have um Bia Miller, um, I'm familiar with her kind of like a pop artist. And mm-hmm. then they got um, Yavi, who is a wildly popular Japanese rock star to mm-hmm. make a song for the show. And he also has a guest appearance as a character, which was I thought was really cool. Um, oh, okay. Like, once again, they spent millions, millions of Buku dollars bucks. for this. Months. They spent money. <laughs> and then, as far as the reception, um, this is one of the few shows or movies i've seen on rotten tomatoes to get 100 oh okay like, it got 100 percent, and it's it's been out for like three weeks now it hasn't gone mm-hmm. down yet really it's still at 100 percent, and a lot of people have watched it like it's the number two trending show still on netflix so it's just like wow <laughs> wow okay that's really interesting i'm actually add this to my list and like watch it like when i get my hair done because like that's what, that's another like thing too like it's uh well i'm not sure if the original language is english but i watched it in english and it was mm. very good like the voice acting was super good and whatnot so like if you just like sit down and just turn on let's watch the first episode it's like you can like determine whether or not you'll like it because a lot happens in that first episode it's only mm. like eight episodes like i think 30 okay. or 40 minutes per episode too so but yeah like I don't really have much to say because I don't want to, like, spoil it for anybody who wants to, like... Well, here's the thing. We've done a spoiler-free one. So, if you want to go watch the show, watch it now. Now you can talk about spoilers. I don't care about it because I'll still okay. watch it. Yeah. Let me get into some of my favorite moments. Okay, so okay. This, here's the thesis. There's the tease. <laughs> but, so, there's a character in the show named Jace that I talked about earlier. He's the one who I was saying uh-huh. that, like, he almost got, like, expelled from the Magic Academy and he came back. The so one who caused the blow-up who was just, like... 
facts, magic can come from science. Yes, that guy. Okay. So him and Mel have like a little thing going on in the show. Oh, okay. Was, yeah, like they have a whole sex scene and whatnot. I was very surprised by that. Oh my god. <laughs> but yeah, him and Mel are like this like power couple, co- mm-hmm. power couple because Mel is from the Madarda family and it's like this really uh huge royal family who was very good at like war and whatnot and but she's like mm-hmm. not into war so she left them and came to the new city but yeah they have this whole power couple thing going on and then with jinx well, no not jinx with vi and there's another character called caitlin kierman the mm-hmm. kierman family is the family that jace works for that i mentioned they have a little thing going on i'm not sure people were shipping them you know Mm-hmm. I don't know what's up with that. People really are into them, though. <laughs> but yeah, and then I'm trying to think of like scenes I really liked. Um, there was a fight scene between Echo and Jinx. Jinx is basically, I want to say she's the main villain of the show, but I don't know if she is. Like, I feel like mm. at the end she ends up becoming the main villain, but at first she definitely wasn't because she started off as like a really sweet you know, shy child. And the reason that her name is Jinx, because at first it was powder. The reason they called her Jinx is because every time the orphans would go out and try to steal stuff, something would happen to where she would mess up the whole thing. Like she would drop something. She would be the one to get caught. She would accidentally like take something that she wasn't supposed to take. She was the one who caused the explosion in the first place. Because Mm. when they went to go steal that stuff from Jace's lab, she picked up like some magical looking marble things in the corner and she dropped one and that's what caused the explosion so okay that's the um, that's a trope we talked about where they take the innocent person and turn them into a villain yeah it's exactly Mm -hmm. that because she was so innocent at first and when the orphans had the their battle with the character the main villain for the most of the most of the show um silco um Mm -hmm. when they were children she okay let me like really explain what happened so basically i can't remember exactly why they needed to go fight silco first but Mm -hmm. they went to go fight him but before they went there they were like oh okay now i remember they have a father figure named vander right he like raised all of them and silco and vander have some previous beef they fought a war together but vander tried to kill silco so silco came back like years later and like kidnapped him and took him back to his lair because Silco is like doing these very weird experiments on people. He has this substance that turns people to like basically like berserkers, like really like ra- like monsters kind of who were like raging and killing people. Mm-hmm. So he kidnapped Vander and took him back to his lair. And so Vi and the rest of the orphans are like, okay, we got to go save our dad. But while they're preparing to go save him, they tell Powder slash Jinx, they're like, you stay here. Don't come with us. And she's like, I want to go. Like, I need to, I can help. And she's like, no, we don't need your help. Like, because of course she messes up every mission. And so they leave her there. And the rest of the orphans, it's like three of them. Mm-hmm. Um, they go to go save Vander. But Powder sneaks out um, of their home and tries to follow them there. And when she arrives there, she brought the bomb things with her. And she tried to use it to help them. But inadvertently caused a huge explosion that killed the other two orphans oh and the dad so when that happened why didn't why didn't y'all take the bomb things from her okay i don't i don't (laughs) 
I don't think they knew that she had them. Because mm. I think what happened when the explosion happened, they're not sure what caused the explosion. So they mm-hmm. saw that she had those marbles, but they didn't know what they were. They thought they were just something like expensive or whatever. Oh, okay. And, but yeah, she caused this like huge explosion that ended up like killing most of them. Not the bad guys, of course, but just all the good people except for Vi. Mm-hmm. And so Vi ends up like seeing her outside crying. They get like into an argument and Vi is like, why would you do that? I told you not to come. You're a jinx or whatever and whatnot. And then she leaves her and like Jinx is just lying there crying and whatnot. And the bad guy, Silco, comes up to her and he's like, oh, this child is crying. He basically like comforts her and Vi tries to come back to like save her, but she gets taken by someone. And basically Jinx, because she was left by her sister and the person who came to her in her time time of need was the villain, Silco, he kind of became her father figure. So he mm. raised her to be like evil. Yeah. That's so interesting that a lot of male villains have like evil daughters that they like. Yeah, that, I didn't I didn't even think about that, but that's so true. Like a lot of male villains have like a evil like daughter. It's always a daughter. Mm-hmm. But yeah, yeah, he I guess the events from that caused Jinx to have like I don't know what exact mental illness they were trying to portray her as having. It may have been schizophrenia. They did mm-hmm. it in a very interesting way, too. Like, they had, like, her having, like, illusory visions and stuff like that mm-hmm. and voices. I'm not sure. I don't think that's, like, a huge, accurate depiction of schizophrenia, though, because I think that I read somewhere that, like, one of the two um, type of um, illusions that they have is not, like, like it, they show it a lot in movies, but it's not what actually happens. I think it might be voices. Mm-hmm. Okay. But yeah, they like portray her as having like a mental illness and whatnot. Um, what else? What's another big moment in the show? There's just so much freaking stuff that, that goes on in the show. It's hard to like. It's not just fighting. There's a lot of like political stuff. Oh, okay, that's cool. Yeah, that's fun because it, it sucks when a show is like we're an action show. Here's all the action and no plot. Yeah, let's just fight twenty four seven. Like it's not <laughs> like that at all. It's like very like heavy into like the politics of that world and like. Um, there's like a lot of like class consciousness themes, like of the city that they're in is called Piltover, and then where the, all the bad guys are in, where they live is called uh, Zon, on mm-hmm. the Undercity. But like, they kind of explain like the reason why the bad guys are quote unquote bad is because they don't have money. Like they're not bad just to be evil; they don't have money. So it's just very interesting. Uh, so, question: How does this tie into League of Legends? Do you know? Like, yeah, I think. From what I've heard, it basically just gives the origin stories of um, Vi and Jinx. I'm pretty sure Jinx is like a very popular character in the game itself. So it kind of just like, it's a prequel, like, oh, this is where they came from. This is their origin story. And it's not just them two. There's like a bunch of other characters in the show that's also in the game. And yeah, it's just giving their origin stories. Like that's all it is. And it already got oh. renewed for a second season, I believe. That's good. It looks good. Yeah. Yeah. I wonder how much money they'll spend this time. Because <laughs> since they got, like, got really good reviews and whatnot. Right. Right. Okay. Yeah, so what do you much- give Arcane Season 1? I give out it a 10. 10 out of 10, to be honest. Okay. Yeah, because it was, like, a really good watch. And, like, even if even though I didn't know anything about, like, league of legends itself i thought the show itself 
was very good. I'm not sure how someone who actually knows a lot about League of Legends will feel about this. Like, I can't speak on to whether, like, how accurate it is to, like, the original media. But as somebody who's not a fan, I thought it was a very good show. That's cool. As someone who's not a fan of video games or anything like that, I'm interested to actually, like, watch it. Like, I might eventually get around to it. It looks fun. Yeah. Yeah, I feel like even if you're not into, like, video games, you would still like this. Because it's not like, um, like, you know how when those dramas have the video game aspect, it's very, like, it's very gamey. Like, they have, like, a lot Mm -hmm. of, like, I don't know how to describe it. The mechanics of the show, basically, like, they they insert a lot of, like, stuff that would be in a video game in it. Like, as far as, like, plot and whatnot. Or, like, how the characters speak and whatnot. This show is not like this at all. It's like a straight up just a TV show okay okay i said i was going to give you guys recommendations for chinese video game dramas um there's two types right so there's the one where mm-hmm. the male lead is the 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 focus and those are usually esports and then there's another really interesting drama that is like a historical mini drama is where a female character plays a video game and then she falls into the world of that game and it's like a random oh. historical that so actually a, would be like not interesting. Wait, hold on. Some of them are fun. Some of them are like very cringe. Um, from I just typed in gaming on email MDL, and so some of the popular ones like Love Um O Two O, which came out in two thousand sixteen. Good God, I actually watched this when it was on Drama Fever. Uh, <laughs> oh, it's um, it's okay. Go Go Squid is another one that's super popular. It is so dramatic. What I tell you, <laughs> the the scenes of like, because like what they do in a lot of these gaming shows is like oh, these shows that have gamers as lead characters. It's like the old generation that started the gaming, and then like it's the new generation. And so in the Go Go Squid one, the old generation is like really passionate about what they're doing, and they're a little too passionate. They're like trying to be too. They're forcefully trying to be inspirational, and it really doesn't work. Um. Mm. You Are My Glory is an interesting one. I like it because it's like a grown people love story that just has gaming in it in the beginning. So that's kind of interesting. Gankier Heart was um okay. I don't I I um didn't finish that one. And so they're like um you uni- I think Unique Lady is one of those where one of the characters falls into a video game. Crossfire, I've heard great reviews about it. I started it, I haven't finished it yet. But, like, even in, like, they have other... There's, like, also a specific type of genre that stems off of this gaming genre. It's, like, sports. And so they'll do, like, sports shows, too, where they have, like... Like, Going to Your Heart is a show about Baduk. You know, like, the white and black um, pebble game that you've seen? Oh, yeah, I've seen that before. Yeah, and so, like, instead of trying to make Baduk interesting or, like, go interesting for the viewers, they have the characters, like, as video game characters when they do matches, like, they're, like, martial arts fighting and shit. The drama's fun. Those scenes are really stupid. (laughs) (laughs) But, yeah, so there's, like, this really interesting subgenre in Chinese dramas that just reminded me after reviewing the show. But I'm glad you like the show, and I'm glad, like, it looks really pretty. Like, when you have characters like Mel and Echo who are just, like, undoubtedly black. I really do appreciate that, because representation is everything. And it would yeah. be very easy for them to make her mixed or exotic. Yeah, I don't, I don't, like, people, especially people who are not of color, they don't really, like, understand how important this kind of representation is. But mm-hmm. for, like, me, like, seeing, like, a 
dark-skinned black female character who is powerful she's not evil and like right. she's just beautiful like that's like like as soon as i saw her i was like oh like that's somebody i would like to cosplay like she's a character yeah. like like i'm not saying that black people have to cosplay black people but she is a character like that i could see myself cosplaying without like worrying about anything because right. you know how like when black people cosplay other characters there's like a oh my god the character that character's black. not <laughs> that character's not black they're not white either bitch yeah. <laughs> like first of all people can do whatever they want to do right also when black people cosplay anime characters it's so much more fun to me because like the hair is always different like it's yeah. so interesting to me to watch black cosplayers interpret characters into their own way and so the fact that the black hospitals get so much flack for being black people just want to excuse to be anti-black that's what that is that's all it is literally that's all it is <laughs> but yeah i think i'm gonna definitely put arcane on my list arcane on my list i'm glad we did this little mini because like i'm i'm definitely drenched in the world of asian television but i need to come out of it every once in a while that's how i am too like usually i'm watching like anime i may watch like a drama or two but Mm -hmm. like every once in a while i'll pop on like the crown or something like that (laughs) yeah yeah we gotta stay a little bit we just gotta make sure you know we've covered our lot of bases on some stuff so yes um thank you guys for listening to this episode if you have watched arcane and you want to talk to us come talk to us on twitter come talk to us on tiktok we're always down to chit titty chat i hope you stay tuned because december is going to be some very very fun episodes and i cannot wait as we wrap up the year with you guys it's been amazing also don't forget to give us a five-star review on apple podcast or wherever you listen until next time i'm tori and I'm Decoria. Bye-bye. Bye.